Hello and welcome back to the Benchwarmers podcast. I'm Sonny and I'm here with... Gabe. Hey, man. Hey. So we're recording on a Monday because Gabe is busy Wednesday night. Yep. I got a work dinner and everyone was like, oh, we can only do it on Wednesday. Like no one's available for Tuesday or Thursday. And I'm like, oh. I'm like, Wednesday's the day we do the show here. So yeah, it's all right. And um, then you have finals coming up Tuesday, Tuesday. night. Um, if it, Wednesday night, I was thinking like last week worked fine because finals goes Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Yeah. But Thursday are my two classes where I don't have a finals test. That's good. So I, I don't even need to go to school on Thursday. So I was thinking like Wednesday night will work out perfectly because I don't need to study. Yeah. Um, And then f- Thursday night, I have to prep for my history final. And then Tuesday night, I've got two really big final. I've got my English final, which is a mock trial. And you're going to have to present your whole group has to present for 18 minutes. And I'm talking the most. I got to talk for 10 minutes in front of the class. Wait, how many people are in your group? Like five. What? I because I the thing is, it's a it's a mock trial. And I went through the the whole like 48 page packet and I annotated it. Okay. Thinking that we were the prosecution. We're the defense. Oh, so I have all the counter arguments like lined up and ready. So you, so, ha- you have the counters to all of them then? Yeah. Oh, and so that's good. Yeah. It's, it's, we're going to do fine. Um, and I think we're going to win. Also, I don't mind talking from the class. Like a lot of kids like kind of get anxiety, but oh, I don't yeah. like, I did theater in like seventh grade and then I'm sure this helps. Um, so I think it helps too when you like the class or you're okay with the subject. Yeah. I like the subject too. Like if it's a subject you don't like, you probably don't want to be yeah. in front of the class. So I don't That's mind good. talking like eight to ten minutes. Um, and then forensics is a whole like solve a murder case. So I don't actually have a test that day. It's well, just a lot of presenting in front of the class. A lot of like, uh, like crimes. criminal justice stuff going I on. I know, there. right? Like court stuff, forensic stuff. Forensics like makes sense because like forensics, all you do is like solve murders. Yeah. Um, and then – but then for, for English, we were doing like – uh, argumentative essays the whole like past couple of months so it makes sense like oh, okay. argumentative like mock trial anyhow so we did we decided on monday the uh cardinals and pats game is currently going yes and uh we on our spreads took uh minus one and on the pats th- yeah and i think the game is tied at 13 13 unless somebody scored in the past Ooh, patriots just scored 20- all right touchdown so 20 to 13 now uh, and you you placed I placed more a bet. importantly a bet yeah so I got uh, I took minus, minus two. two so hopefully, how much you bet it's twenty bucks I, I usually don't do anything crazy like the that, only thing I bet big on is going to be like the Super Bowl which is like there's so many different things to bet on like I'll just do like a bunch of random things like I'll do squares yeah I'll do like how long will the Super Bowl or the the I don't know how long or what halftime songs will be played or like the, like the weird ones. Not, like nothing to do with the game. Yeah. Like, how long will the national anthem go for? Over oh, yeah. under it's like, like a it's, minute. It's something. always over under like eighty seconds or something like something that. Something like that. And like those are fun because like yeah. casual people that don't even watch football can do those with you. And like it's just something to do with people. But yeah. um, that's like my big day. But um, we do have some other stuff going on. So we got the World Cup, which uh, semifinals start tomorrow and yep. then Wednesday. And then they have the – okay, so then they have the consolation game for third place, the 17th, which is – Saturday. Friday? Saturday? Yeah. 
Wait, Saturday, Monday. Yeah, okay. Saturday and then Sunday is the championship at 7 a.m., which means there will be – and Christmas break. There will be a tremendous watch party at probably one of my Armenian friends' house. Really? Yeah. No, ma- I, no matter who it is? No matter who it is. I mean – Okay, here's here's the crazy part. One of the teachers, like, I was thinking probably Friday when Argentina was playing, uh, like opened their room up and said, uh, you know, you can just come come in here and watch the Argentina penalty kicks. Nice. And um, and everybody at my school really wants Ar- everybody wanted Argentina and Brazil, just because they're like the big teams. It's like. You know why? Like, what's your incentive to root for Croatia if you're just some? <laughs> I don't know. It's just some some kid in California. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Croatia's so far. I mean, it, so is Argentina and Brazil. But but like Croatia's. In if it wasn't for soccer, seventy five percent of the kids wouldn't know who, wouldn't know who Croatia is. Yeah. Um. So they what they got to the championship and. I was – and everybody's rooting for Brazil and because I am who I am and I thought, you know, Croatia was good last time but I don't think they've ever won. Brazil seems to win all the time. And so everybody's going Brazil. I go Croatia. Got it. So – Nice. It would be crazy if there was a – if there was back-to-back Croatia versus France, which I – we'll see. Um, uh, do you want me to just give you odds on what that would be? I would like to know. Yeah, I would say. I mean, Croatia, I would say Argentina's favored, and then are, I would say that favored. Re- heavily, and I'd uh, say that France see. is favored. Let's go here. Uh, is it knockout stage? Okay, so spreads for soccer just so weird. I'm just going to give you the straight up like money line. Money line for Argentina is minus one eighteen. Minus one eighteen, okay. And then money line for Croatia is plus four ten, but that's only in the regulation. So like if it goes to penalty kicks, you no matter if you picked either one, you would lose that bet. That's really weird. You that's can also like you can saying, bet on the draw too. With for regulation. That's, oh yeah. But if you're just doing, And that's probably more likely than than the, the the second team winning, right? Yeah, but if you just want to bet on like Wait, who's but there's there can't be a draw. Oh, oh, draw for, for and regulation. regulation. Yeah. yeah, that's probably the most likely thing. If you want to just bet on who's gonna move on no matter what, like penalty kicks, score yeah, whatever. That's more interesting. Uh Argentina minus two sixty. Okay. Croatia plus two ten. So Croatia's the more lucrative bet if you are gonna bet it. Yeah. Um, they're also the underdog. I get it. Like everyone's like, I mean, Emmy here at the studio. He's a big Argentina fan. Yeah, he likes Messi. Messi. This, this might be one of Messi's last World Cups. So people, most people think it is. Emmy says he's got one more in him. Yeah. Um, um, maybe that's just words of a hopeful Argentina <laughs> fan, but we'll find out. Um, okay. Oh, really quick. Do you want to see if the pizza got here? Because it's like seven forty-one. Uh, Pizza is five minutes away. Okay, cool. Okay, five so anyway, so so a bunch of kids, penalty kicks going on. Um, what against the Netherlands? Yeah. Argentina went up two zero, and then Netherlands came back, and then they had penalty kicks. So there was a big like watch party in one of the rooms, and like kids went crazy on that last penalty kick when they won. Uh, I guess everybody's an Argentina fan because of. 
because of of Messi, I was mainly rooting for them because uh, the Netherlands beat America. Yeah. So I, uh, but you know, I got pretty hyped up with Croatia winning and beating Brazil, and kind of being the only Croatian fan, and everybody else being heartbroken by the Brazil uh, loss. Also, it was crazy because it was like overtime, and Neymar scored, and then like at the last second, Croatia scored. But I didn't know that overtime had two halves. I thought it was just one 15-minute period. You don't score, then you go to penalty kicks. Yeah, they do so, They do an extra few minutes. So Neymar scores, and then they're like, okay, halftime. And I'm like, oh, the game's over. Brazil wins. And I go, and then now I'm sitting in second period English, um, and I'm reading it, and it's like it's like Croatian highlights. They win in, in, in penalties. I'm like, what? Like what? I was so confused. I was asking her. I was like, Croatia won? And I was like looking back and I was watching it and I was like, oh my god, they won. So I was kind of riding off of that. It's pretty like now I want to root for them just because I was rooting for them before and they won. And I don't know. Like what else does I, – I, not to like diss Croatia but like what else do they have? Like what else do they have going on? Yeah, I guess you could say that about like Argentina, Morocco, France is France. Um, but I was just thinking like – Here, I just Googled what are the main sports for Croatia? So Soccer. Soccer is by far their biggest one. And then what's second like? Um, they are very big into handball and basketball. Oh boy, handball. Okay. Handball is like their second in Handball, yeah. not like smacking the rubber ball against the ball but like that – like throwing it and throwing it into like the net or something. Playing that PE was all really fun. So, despite Emmy and I, uh, you know, I would like Argentina or Croatia, whichever whoever wins this game, I want them to win the championship. Um, but I guess for this game, I'm going to root for Croatia, and then. But I think Argentina is going to win. Oh, I don't know how to say this guy's name, but he is from Croatia and he is in the NBA. Uh, oh, oh, th- this guy, uh, uh, Boan Bogdanovic. Bo- yeah, he's yeah. on the Jazz. He's 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 like a good six man. Or he is from Croatia, so oh. they got some they got some good players. Uh, let's see if you know this guy, Dario Saric. Oh, oh, wait. Let me guess what team he's on. I know this guy one hundred percent. Oh boy, what team is he on? He used to be on the Sixers. Is he still on the Sixers? Uh, let me see. There's another player on here too who I didn't realize was Croatian. Uh, Dario is. He was once on the Sixers. Maybe he's on the Pacers. I don't know now. if he's on a team right. Oh wait, wait, wait. He's on the Suns. He's on. Oh, he's on the Suns. That makes sense. And then uh, Zubak. Ivan Zubak. Yeah, okay. he is from Croatia as well. Uh, what's his, what's his name? Uh, Jokic and Doncic, they're not Croatian. They're like... No, I think they're like... L- Latvian? No, they're like... Like you... From like you. First name's Nikola. He's Serbian. Sir, oh yeah, they're He's Serbian. Ser- yeah, they're, they're Serbian. both. I think they're both the same nationality. I think. Because I remember thinking like, oh, they're probably on the, on the Olympic team together. Uh, Croatia and Serbia, they're not very close, but they're like... Maybe a couple hours of like flight away from each other. Like they're they're they're, they're both like kind of stem from like Russia, right? They're they kinda... in the same like region. Like here's Croatia over here by the 
Adriatic Sea, and then we got Serbia, like maybe two countries over. Okay. So it's like the same kind of region we got here, like Slovenia, uh, Bosnia and Herzegovina, you know, all those countries right there. Yeah, they're a lot of little countries there. But yeah, that's – so there, there's a few like famous Croatian players. So yeah, I guess basketball and handball and yeah. soccer are like their main things. Um, so and th- this would be huge. Like a World Cup win would be huge for them. Yeah. like I don't think they've ever won – They've never they got to the finals last year, but they've never won a championship. But they're always like in it. I feel like I feel like they've been good for a while. They the they were runners up in 2018. Oh boy. Uh ask which year did uh I, let's see. No, I don't think they've ever won. I don't think they have either, which is why I'm rooting for them. I'm sure Argentina's won. Um. Then France and Morocco. I mean, I'll go with France here. France won last time. Do you know? That? Yes. Oh, I think I think the pizza guys. Oh, okay. Hello. Oh hi. Okay. Um, come out and grab it. Oh, did you did you give your predictions on who you think? So you you want uh Croatia? Oh yeah. And then you said France. I think. Uh huh. So Croatia, France, and then I want Croatia to win, but I think Argentina is going to win. Yeah, I think it's going to be Argentina and France. Yeah, that would be a fun. That would still be a fun matchup, I think. Like Messi versus Mbappe, and I think Argentina is going to win. I I hope. I mean, I know it's a long shot, but I really hope Morocco can beat France. Mm. Just because I feel like I don't know if Argentina can beat France. Like, France is just so good. Yeah. They've just been destroying everyone they play. France might, I think actually France might win again. I mean, two World Cups in a row. It sucks because, like, their best player is like 23, 22 22 or 20. Like, he's going to be around forever. Mm -hmm. It's like not fair. It's kind of like how I feel about, like, Patrick Mahomes or, like, uh, Josh Allen or like any of these guys, like big guys who are like gonna, it's like they're gonna be around forever. Yeah, and but the weird thing is, so Messi and Ronaldo are often in the goat conversation, but they've never, neither of them have ever won a World Cup, which is weird. So they've won the championship in their other leagues, but I mean, it's just like I've never heard of a of a, another sport where a player is often considered the GOAT but has never won a championship at the highest stage. Yeah. It's weird, right? I think the world – it's a little different because the World Cup is like – I get Yeah. It's, it's not – It's it, different it is, than a, like just a league. Yeah. Like the – it is a high like high tier but I don't know. It's like the, the closest thing I can think to it is like – The Olympics? Close, but outside of that, like, March Madness. Mm. They got the little tournaments, like the Big Ten tournament, and the winners are guaranteed to get into it. So, you know, it would be like, okay, it'd be like if if a team, let's just say, you know, Duke, and this isn't the case, obviously, they've won many championships, but it's like if they get to the top three seed for – 
you know, every year for the past 20 years or something like that. But they've never won it. Are they the best? Are they could you consider them the best team over the past 20 years? They've been consistently one of the best but not the best. It's just it's it's the only thing I can think of that's close to it. You wouldn't call them the best. You would just say they're like the most consistent team. Yeah, and that's that's messy. He's like in Ronaldo, they're consistently really good. But like I mean, they've never won. Yeah. It's like uh, some of these NBA players that like they they have all these like records and stuff they break, but their team has never won. Like, yeah, get, like Barkley or like Steve Nash or like some of these guys that just or like, like Randy Moss. Ran, yeah, like, they just never got rings, and it's like kind of weird. Like they should have rings, yeah, but they just don't, and it's like, mm. yeah. I mean, I'm not you know big into soccer, so I don't know, but it's more. Important – okay. Randy Moss doesn't have – Randy Moss doesn't have any rings. But he is still often considered the GOAT wide receiver up there with like Jerry Rice, Megatron. Megatron doesn't have any rings um, just because of how talented and unstoppable they were. I don't think there's a quarterback that has never won a championship and is still up there in the GOAT conversation. And I think that's because the quarterback is has more responsibility, is more important than the receiver. Okay, so I just pulled up Messi's stats. Uh-huh. Uh, he has 10 La Liga titles okay. and seven Copa del Rey titles and four UEAF, UEFA championship titles. So he's been in a lot of leagues. He has a lot of like That's the, titles. That's, that's like the these, weird part with the smaller World leagues. Cup. It's like you can win it all in all the other leagues, but like – on the world stage, isn't one. So I don't know. I get yeah. I guess if you compare it that way, like yeah, he he hasn't. It's, it's just, like he like, just has weird. a lot of smaller like accomplishments. So I guess people just dub him as like the goat or one of yeah. the goats of soccer. I don't know. We'll see. Maybe maybe Messi wins this year, and that will cement him as the goat, the goat? if he wins one. I I don't I don't know enough about soccer. It probably put him ahead of Ronaldo. Uh, yeah, in for the conversation sure. for sure it would. Um. All right. Should uh, we get to some uh, recap from this past week? Yes. All right. So uh, Baker Mayfield. Mayfield. <laughs> Baker Mayfield. And I get it. And this this happened with Jeff Saturday, whatever his name is. Right. Oh, the Colts, uh, yeah, head coach. He comes into he comes into the league. He beats the Raiders, and everybody's like, "Oh my God!" He took a terrible team and made them really good. But it's like he beat the Raiders. Yeah. So that's kind of the same situation. But Baker Mayfield, ninety-eight drive touchdown, ninety-eight yard drive touchdown. Baker, May- I didn't watch this game because I was just like not very invested. Um, <laughs> and then I saw it. And then it was like Baker Mayfield, seventeen yard touch or third twenty two yard touchdown with seventeen seconds left or something like that to Allen Robinson. I was like, oh my god! I was like, this guy's amazing. <laughs> so one, I I never thought I never thought Baker Mayfield would be on the Rams. It's like it's like something in the multiverse. It's like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's like a it's, weird dimension. Yeah, it's like it's wrong, and it's like one of those random things. That like 
you hear about, but it just it, it never happens to you. I don't even want to say like a tragedy, but just like <laughs> getting Baker's a tragedy. No, no, no. It's not like that. Like it's not like it's not like oh, like you get in a car accident, you're paralyzed. It's like it's so rant. It's like like how did this happen? Let me let me like let me think of something. Okay, totally obscure reference. Totally obscure reference. Okay, go. Let's hear. I think the most obscure reference we've ever had and one of the most I've ever talked about. Okay. Are you oh my God. All right. Are you aware of what fast passes? Like at, at roller coasters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, yeah. Like front of the line, like yeah. Okay. Back in the day, uh early two thousands, I think. When FastPass is first being, like, implemented in the system that we know, had, like, earlier stages, whatever, the, like, you could buy FastPass for, like, one ride, Disneyland, or something like that. I think I remember that, yeah. And it was, like, at Disney World, or something like this, the 10th million FastPass ever sold was to this family i don't remember their last name i'll just say like the normans or the osbornes or something like that okay some very generic name and they get free fast pass for life or something like that oh like kind of like a lottery like yeah it's like they got the 10th million and it's like they they interviewed the dad um i don't think i did that intentionally norman i said normans and osborns but norman norman osborne is so, the character of spider-man that's what that's what i just put together i think i did that accidentally so green goblin um they they asked the the father of the osborns norman osborne we'll call him <laughs> and and he just says things like these don't happen to the osborns that's the only that's the only thing i could possibly think of here just think of something that has happened to you that you have heard about like that happens in the world and it happened to you and you were just like this doesn't happen to me like this i was just it's also like i was in shock it was like when i fell off my bike and i broke my head i was thinking like oh my god my head is like totally injured and i was thinking like i'm a pretty cautious kid like there's no way this would happen to me like i don't fall off my bike and break my head like this is not i'm not adventurous i just this is a dream or something like that it's like you're kind of in shock it's kind of like this wasn't in the realm of like possibilities yeah. for this season. And it's like somehow here we are week four to f- week 15 mm-hmm. and Baker is win has a win. Baker Heisman trophy winner. That's right. Wins a playoff game on a good team as the starting quarterback has like a bad half a year gets traded to a Pretty bad team in the Panthers. A team that's rebuilding. Who's rebuilding, who may have a future with this guy, but I guess not, so they waived him, gets picked up by the three and eight reigning Super Bowl champs with, I guess, major injuries, but like they started off bad anyway. It wasn't like game one, they lose Matthew Stafford and Aaron Donald and Cooper Cup. It was like they were bad and then they lost all of them. Heisman Trophy winner, good player in the NFL. Gets waived from a horrible team, is the new starting quarterback of the reigning Super Bowl champs, and snaps their six-game lose streak on a 98-yard drive in the mat in the last like minute and 20 seconds. Doesn't throw any interceptions. 
I can't even like wrap my head around this. This doesn't have. This is not a thing. Like it's just weird. So he beats the Raiders, and everybody beats the Raiders, especially Jeff Saturday and Baker See, Mayfield. But, but he did it on forty eight hours. He that's that's crazy. That's true. Cr- that's too. crazy. Because Jeff Saturday, everybody goes, well, this guy was flipping burgers, and now he's in the NFL. That's kind of everybody says that, but he was in the Colts program. Yeah, he was like an advisor, or something like like he was he was he, up in the headquarters. He was like still a part of the organization. It wasn't like, hey, you're an avid tweeter. You're a fan on the couch that seems to know what he's talking about. I like that you said that he was flipping burgers and got a call. Like, mm-hmm. what kind of burgers do you think Jeff Saturday? Like, what what, what burger joint would he work at? Oh, like, this wh- guy. Where would this man work at? We're looking at random pictures of Jeff Saturday. I uh, man, this guy is like in and out quality. You think he's in and out? I think mm. he's like Arby's. No, I think he's like Arby's. Don't diss him. He's. I thought. I thought he was good. I I'd say he's on the higher. Maybe not in and in and out's prestigious. Yeah, actually, he might be like Arby's or know, Wendy's. I know a couple of people that work at, at In and Out. Not the smartest people ever. Um, <laughs> and you know. It's not like I'm 25 and you're working in flipping burgers. It's like 16, you got a job, you got a job. Like Yeah. In and out pays pretty good. Oh, they they pay really well, but there's no there's no in and out near me. I actually walked to in and out yesterday. It's a 6-mile walk. Oh my god. And I walked all the way there out of boredom. You walked that burger off. I did. I walked both of them off. Wow. 12-mile walk total. Wow. Pretty good walk. <laughs> That's a long walk. It's yeah, I mean I walk a lot, but still. Anyhow, in and out pays like twenty dollars an hour or something like that. Like I want to say it's pretty high in California. Uh, let's see, because they don't gotta they don't gotta worry about paying In and Out burger flippers in Boston or anything like that because we're just in California, Texas, Nevada. I mean, like pretty good. Yeah, I'm looking it up here. I think it's uh, when was this posted? Highest person getting paid at In and Out, just like regular employee, like twenty five bucks. Wow. Average, I guess this is like all all over. It's sixteen seventy five. So I think it, so, just, it varies on what you do and how long you've been there. Yeah. Okay. So this guy maybe not In and Out Burger Flipper, but Shake Shack. Shake Shack. Mm. A manager of a Shake Shack. I could see him being a manager of Shake Shack. Now he manages the Colts. There you go. That's a that's a good move up. Yeah. Promotion. Um, I I know I know what you're saying like beating the Raiders is not a huge like I feel like the Raiders beat the Raiders like they beat yeah. the, they beat themselves by doing dumb things. This is 100 percent an exaggeration, but do you think that the Raiders versus Georgia, the Georgia Bulldogs? Oh my gosh! I'd hope the Raiders would win. They have Devontae. There's oh okay Texans versus Georgia. Ooh, that would be close. Mm-hmm. I think so. That'd be really close. So you know, I don't. I, don't, I never want to underestimate. The like, Texans almost beat the Cowboys this Sunday. <laughs> the Texans beat themselves at the end, but they should have beat the Cowboys. That would have been that would have been amazing if they beat the Cowboys. I would have been so happy. Anybody that took the uh, spread won because it was like plus sixteen for the Texans, and oh, they only yeah. lost. And they by lost like, by like five or something. They lost by like two or three because of a Zeke touchdown. Yeah. Crazy. Eh. All right. Kyler injury. Yeah. So non-contact Kyler, injury. You look bad. So it's his knee and I 
He got carted off, which is never a good sign. Yeah. And even worse, that no one touched him, and he went down, I think, on like the third play of the first drive. Jesus. So, so he this ties back into the World Cup in a weird way because a lot of NFL players over the past year have been like tweeting out and speaking out about how like we got to play on real grass because artificial you know, turf – it leads to more non-contact injuries just because of like how it is. I don't know the exact science, but I'm sure it reacts differently to dirt, 100%. Everybody, I'm sure everybody listening to this has been on turf. Like those little like pellets, like things, I don't know what they are, like rubber. It's like some kind of rubberized, like it's supposed to like simulate dirt. Yeah, like you know when you kick up dirt like on a field, like it'll it's supposed to be like that, but it's not but it's the same. Too artificial. Um, really quick, I just started googling like artificial turf, and then I put cause. It says causes more injuries, causes cancer, causes flooding. It's like all these things. Mm. So it's like, I, yeah, I get it. Like they're easier to manage. You don't have to have like you don't have to water them and stuff, right? But still, like in the World Cup, they play on real grass. And the players run just as much, maybe even more, than NFL players. Like, a player that plays the whole 90 minutes is, like, definitely running more than, like, an NFL player. Just because the game is longer and, you know, NFL players are only on the field half the time. So, and there's no there's no non, non-contact injuries. Have you noticed that? There's no, like, soccer player that just runs and then, like, falls because they, you know, their hamstring or something like that. Right. Like, it's just... It's pretty rare. Yeah. And that's looking like because it's real grass. So there's, you know, that's what people have been talking about. And it feels like there's been a lot of injuries recently this week. Yeah. Like, just players being carted off the field and whatnot. Yeah, well, I don't know. Like, I I'm starting to wonder now too because this is the is this the first year that we make it 18 weeks? Second, second year, right? So last year there was a lot of injuries too. I don't know if they might be related, but yeah, I'm like for for fantasy too. Like, I feel like more than ever. Like we always say this, but like having the backup of like a star running back or whatever is usually a good idea, especially during playoffs. Like you want to have. Uh, whoever Dalvin Cook's backup is. Yeah, you want to have the the Matt Burita to Saquon Barkley. Right, like, like you want to have that guy just somewhere on your roster. Mm. I feel like more than ever now, like yeah. look at uh, Pollard, Tony Pollard and Zeke. I mean, at this point, they're like a one, they're like... They're like a one, They're two. like a 50-50, they're, they're a committee. Yeah, so I it's starting to be more important than ever to have the backup. Mm-hmm. Even even with wide receivers, like having the, the next guy up, or um yeah i mean it's it's a little di- it's a little different cuz the next guy up will get more attention than i'm trying to think but like for running backs it's huge though yeah it's it's probably like tonight it's a good example i know we didn't watch all the game but from the little bit that we saw um what's his name uh strong the running back on strong junior the running back on the patriots oh yeah pierre strong pierre strong he He's doing well tonight on just a handful of carries and catches, and it's he's just the next. Guy. I he, thought he's the next guy there. Like when we were watching it, we were paying attention. He had a forty-four yard run and like a touchdown, and the, those like the small parts we were watching. I was thinking like, oh my god, this guy's having a night. 
and you were like three carries, 47 Four. yards – in, in a touchdown. touchdown yeah it's like we just watched all his we, plays we just wa- literally watched all his highlights but he seems to be doing well for himself he's at five carries 70 yards one touchdown and then uh, his... for rushing and then uh for passes he is still two for 20 okay two receptions so, 20 yards so that's pretty good he's doing pretty good he, on he will be very high on waivers uh i week. think so guys with a that need a flex potentially for their, their week one play. Damian Harris is still out. Uh, they have another guy, Kevin Harris, who got, has a touchdown tonight. Mm-hmm. Ramondre Stevenson. Is, went out with an injury. Yeah. Uh, the Cardinals don't have the greatest run defense, but nope. still. Um, but, yeah, anyway, sorry. Back to, like, your turf thing. Like, more injuries, more things are happening. I don't know. Maybe yeah. a bat, a longer season. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't, I don't know what it is. I I'm sure there'll be a study that comes the, out to it's explain the turf. It. It might be. I don't know. I mean, well, they've always played on turf, but like that's I, how Odell tore his ACL in the Super Bowl. Have you ever ran on like artificial turf? Oh yeah, it's di- it's it's fine. It's different. It's different though. I mean, n- not as often with cleats, although I still have for sure. It definitely feels different to me. I don't know. Yeah, I mean it's. Yeah. It's I don't I can't like exactly think like why it would cause injury. It I th- it's just the way it just reacts differently or something and and even though they play on turf their whole life I don't know. It's just it's just weird that it works out that way, but it, it seems like I don't think it's a coincidence. I don't know, further research is needed. So in 2019, there was like some studies done that <clears throat> found that there were more injuries on artificial turf than grass. Yeah. So, and it, I guess it's like kind of been inconclusive because some of the results from 2020 and 2021, yeah. it was like pretty similar. But when the study first came out, they found a lot more injuries. So maybe they're changing the material. Maybe they're making the field safer. I, I have no idea. They got to try to. I, I mean, I don't know. Um, and then Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. Mr. Relevant. Oh, he's pretty good. Beat the Dolphins and the Bucks. Explain why people call him Mr. The Miami villain. They call him the Miami villain? I call him that. Well, no, no, no. Explain the Mr. Relevant and Mr. Irrelevant thing. Sorry, Florida villain. Tampa, Miami. Oh, yeah, yeah. Get it. All right. So every – we talked about this last week, um, but he was the last player drafted – and any player that's the last player drafted is Mr. Irrelevant, even though they're undrafted free agents and whatnot. Um, now, his story is he was the third string for Ohio – no, Iowa State. That's why I say Ohio State. He was, he was the third string for Iowa State, the Cyclones. And then he made his way up to the starter, and he was pretty good. And he got drafted last um, to the Niners. So then Trey Lance – Who's named the the quarterback one, which he was fine in that like week one he played, and it was in the rain. I get it, yeah. But it just seems like in hindsight it was kind of stupid because Jimmy Garoppolo just wins games, and that's all you need. So this is if Brock Purdy goes on like a crazy like streak with the Niners and goes like the Niners are probably going to get into the playoffs. Oh, they're they're Purdy definitely is, in the playoffs. Probably is like a the third seed or something. Brock like Purdy that. will probably get some playing time. Oh yeah, this is going to be great experience. Like, what do you do now? Now, no, let's just say, okay, the season ends. The Niners either win or don't win the Super Bowl. Start of the next season, 
you have Trey Lance, Brock Purdy, and Jimmy Garoppolo. What do you okay. What do you do with these guys? Both. You're, you can't, you can't both keep all Jimmy of them. Garoppolo and Trey Lance were like season-ending injuries, and yeah, it's late in the season. But even if it was week one, it still would have been a season-ending injury for Jimmy G. Yeah, Trey Lance probably comes back, is ready to go like at the season start or like early in the season. But he's coming off of like an ACL tear or something, like some big injury that's kind of tough to come back from. Brock Purdy. I ne- You never know. I said this last week where he'll probably have a good start, but he's not going to maintain this blowing out the Dolphins and blowing out the Bucks pace. I get it. The Niners are a super talented team, and I think with Jimmy Garoppolo, they win the Super Bowl. Yeah. But, you know, you can have such a hot start, and he'll still be good, but he's not going to be, like, flaming teams like he did. I think he'll still be good, though. It's just... I brought. I said this last week. I went to a whole thing that, um, but it's just like it's a good system to be in the Niners as a quarterback. Um, Brock Purdy. He had 185 yards, uh, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Um, we kind of touched on this with the Niners, like especially with Jimmy G. Mm-hmm. Like Jimmy G. Isn't a great quarterback. He's he's good. He's like a good ball man. He's just, yeah. He's just a good manager. He's not a good like. He's not elite or anything. Mm-hmm. And the Niners system, like they're more, we said, they're more of like a system team. Yeah. Like they can make anybody good as long as you just follow the plays. And, mm-hmm. you know, they got Debo, they got Kittle, they got all these. All these oh, but Debo's injured. Debo's, yeah, we'll get to it in injuries in a little bit. Debo is injured. But I'm just saying, like, the Niners are built for pretty much plug and play whoever you have as quarterback. Like they don't, they don't build their team off the quarterback. Like they build the team and then they just plug in whoever. Yeah. Like, they can win with almost whoever. So I think the hope was with um, Trey Lance is that he was real athletic and, like, had some potential. So, you know, you can succeed with, you know, Brock Purdy. Not to knock on him, but, you know, clearly not as talented and athletic as Trey Lance is. Uh, So you can win with a Brock Purdy with a good system. Just imagine if you had a, a real talent, like a really good talent. Right. On there, like you would, you would be amazing. So, I think that was the hope with Trey Lance, and that it was just like worst comes to worst, they put in Jimmy G, who wins games. Um, oh, and Brock Purdy had a rushing touchdown. Wowza! <laughs> so pretty good for a first game. Quite the Renaissance man. Um, so I think he'll be good. They're definitely in the playoffs. Definitely going to have home field advantage in, in game one. They'll probably play like, hmm, who would they play? Like, I mean, the NFC is less competitive than the AFC, I think. Because, like, you could have home field advantage. In the AFC, you can have home field advantage and, like, play the Bengals or something. Like, a really good team. Um, I They could probably end up playing, like, the Giants or the Seahawks or the Commanders or, or somebody like that. Probably... Not the Cowboys. But, um... Mm, I mean... I'll, I'll try to look it up and see, like, what the current I would think. I would are. think that the, <clears throat> that the Niners, if the playoffs start today... Okay, so if they the They probably play like the Giants. Very close. If the playoffs started today, uh, yeah. the 49ers would host the Commanders, which is a totally winnable game for them. Oh, one. Hundred percent. I say with Jimmy Garoppolo, like I would bet 
like a thousand dollars that they that they win. Mm. Not to knock on the even with Brock Purdy, I would bet. Yeah, on that too. Oh yeah, not to knock the Commanders, but the Niners are just such a talented team. If Debo's back, of course, that's more of a plus. Yeah. But it's um, not like they can't get it done, you know, even, just with Christian McCaffrey. Even without Debo, like uh, Kittle, Ayuk, and CMC, they're and, so talented, and a good Niners defense. That might be all you need, honestly. Yeah, and uh, what's his name, Ray Ray McLeod? Oh yeah, it this this team is so good. Like there's. I don't know. It doesn't. I mean, yeah, CMC's great as running back, but like, even when they had like all these random running backs in the backfield, like they're still good. They're still good. Like this team is built to run and slow you down with the defense. That's what they do. Yeah. What they they not to you know bring back old memories, but they what what they do? They beat the Packers without scoring an offensive touchdown in the playoffs last year. Sounds about right. What was it? They the got Packers, a, they had a the punt Packers can't beat this, a punt block. The Packers can't beat this team in the. Playoffs. It was always. This is like the one team we can we just cannot see in the playoffs. Yeah, we all, we'll guarantee to lose. What was it? It was always like the Niners always beat the Rams and the Packers, except for in the playoffs they don't beat the Rams in the playoffs. No, but they always beat the Packers though, which doesn't. It's, yeah, it I haunts mean, me. It's like in the McVay era, the Niners are like twelve and one against the Rams. They only lost in the game to go to the Super Bowl. So yeah. uh, with well, that, we'll see what they can do, but. Uh, honestly, like, let's look at the Niners' schedule. I think we already did, but let's just look at the. So I think, regardless, unless they fall below the Bucks, which I don't see happening because they just smoked them, um, they'll probably play like the Commanders or the Seahawks in the first round. And you know, those teams are good, but they're not quite the talent that the Niners are at. Um, so, all right, Niners have Seahawks next. Then the Commanders, then the Raiders, oh my God. and then the Cardinals to finish it off. They can go four and zero right there. And what are they? Eight and four right now. They are nine, nine and four. four. They can they, they can, can finish, finish thirteen, 13 and, and four. four easily. I mean, you Very know, easily. it's it's. I think for the next four weeks plus the playoffs, I think Brock Purdy's got what's the toughest game? I mean, like Seattle before the playoffs. And then in the playoffs, you know, as of right now, they'll play the Commanders and probably play a team within that skill range that they can definitely beat. The, I would love to see a Seahawks and Niners first round. Though. Yeah, I think that would be the amazing. Niners. Uh, they're in the third seed right now, but yeah, if th- they're only one game back from the Vikings. So if they were to win out and the Vikings were to lose maybe one or two of the next games, uh, they could easily play the Giants in the Ooh. first in the first. Uh, I feel like. You'd Round rather playoffs. play the Commanders than the Giants. A hundred percent. I mean, like, Commanders are good and, you know, Taylor Heineke, but I just feel like there's a there's like a looming threat with the Giants that it's it's always possible that like They could be good. Saquon has some crazy, you know, like twenty eight carries, two touchdowns, like hundred and thirty yards. It's like some crazy game. Or something, and and their coaches so like. You'd rather play Gibbs against Gibson and Terry McLaurin and Tyler Henneke than like I don't want to play Saquon. Yeah, like I just don't want to play. Even their their you know, their defense is so great, but I feel like the Giants just have some sort of like I I'm definitely biased towards them because I've been rooting for them, <laughs> but like they definitely have some sort of like it factor. Yeah, that like other teams don't quite have. They're just like they're, so they're fun. The 
if the playoffs were to start today, the Giants would play the Vikings. Do you think the Giants could beat the Vikings? I think they, they might. I think they have a chance, but... The Vikings should win it, but... The, I don't think the Vikings, this, a team this good this year, will go down the first round. I don't know. The Vikings just lost to the Lions. Yeah, but doesn't everybody? It's true. <laughs> it's true. Um, I mean, you know, they also beat the Bills. So it, it's it's really weird this season. Teams play at a high level competitively. It's just strange. So I my okay, with Brock Purdy, with that, at next season starting, Trey Lance will probably be ready to go. Brock Purdy, worst case scenario, I think, you know, even or realistically I don't know because he's going to be going into it with at least a playoff win. Yeah. Like I think he at least gets a playoff win. After that, you got to face the Vikings or something like that. Push comes to shove. Hasn't played a team that good. I don't know. So I I, I don't know what you do there. Maybe you keep him as a backup. I don't know. He's going to go into this season with three or four wins. Maybe five and a playoff win. I think definitely. I think he that's, definitely gets a playoff. That's win. way more than Trey Lance has an experience. Trey Lance doesn't have any. Uh, does, wait, does he have any playoff experience? No, I wouldn't think so. I mean, no. Jimmy G played last season. This is his second year. He goes down the second week. Yeah, he's got no playoff experience. Yeah, so th- this is going to be really interesting for the Niners. Mm-hmm. Come the off season. Um, all right, uh, let's get to some injuries. All right, all right, so we have the entire running backs of the Seahawks. Oh, yeah. I guess just two of them. I felt like there was more, but Kenneth Walker did not play. DJ Dallas uh, did not play. Oh, practice. Did, oh, not, did not practice. practice. Yeah. Sorry, did not practice. Um, we're not quite sure how long they'll be out, but Kenneth Walker is definitely one to keep an eye on. Then uh, Damian Pierce exited last game. Same thing with Mike Boone, Jeff Wilson, and Dontrell Hillard. Who's he's on the Niners, right? Or on the the Seahawks? Dontrell? Yeah. Oh no, no, no. Uh, he Titans. Is the Titans uh, backup. That's right. All right. Receivers: Rondale Moore did not practice. Debo Samuel likely out for the regular season. Maybe game one of the playoffs. We'll see. Uh, he should be out like three to four weeks or something like that. So. Tyreek Hill exited the game. Same thing with DJ Moore and T. Higgins. Uh, Tyler Boyd is doubtful doubtful for next week. Uh, Corey Davis, Kendall Hilton exited the game. A lot of people that exited the game. Cortland Sutton, Brandon Cooks, Nico Collins, Traylon Burks, and Kadarius Toney all did not practice, along with tight end Hayden Hurst. Uh, Kyler Murray is likely out for the season with a bad non-contact injury, as we've already touched on earlier this game. Oh, the game's probably over. Check it's over. Yeah. Who won? Patriots won. By? Uh, 14. Nice. Yep. Um, Lamar Jackson did not practice. Uh, also, Tyler Huntley, his backup, exited the game. So we'll see if Lamar Jackson comes back in maybe like two weeks. Russell Wilson exited the game. I didn't know that. Uh, same thing with Kenny Pickett. And then Mike White hurt his ribs, finished the game, and then taken to the hospital. <laughs> That means he played hurt. Oh, he was played hurt at the end of the game. He pulled a Herbert. Um, all right, our picks for last week. So if we add, so actually we both hit our um, our uh, spreads here. So you actually instead of going six and six, 
Mm-hmm. Sorry, six wins, six losses. You went six wins, seven losses, and I went nine wins, four losses for last week. Um, that's really good. We did we did pretty good on our picks. Oh, both over fifty percent with that win right there with the Patriots. Yeah. Um, all right, let's uh, get into some spreads for this week. All right, uh, we're using betonline.ag, but we will not continue to shout you out if you do not sponsor <laughs> us. So. Yeah, shoot as a sponsor. Get on that. Um, all right, Thursday night football team. We were just talking about the Niners. Oh, oh, we talked about this last week. We thought yep. this this game was going to be fun. Niners at Seahawks. Uh, Niners are a three and a half point favorite. This line might move. I feel like it's going to get to four because everyone's going to be betting the Brock Purdy. Train. The Brock Purdy. Tra- yeah, they're going to hop I think, on. I think it will too. Um, over under forty three and a half. Uh, Sunny, I'll let you start. This is weird. Colts, Vikings, Vikings minus four. It feels like it should be more, right? Considering over unders forty eight, like I don't, I don't see the Colts hanging with them. I think people are a little scared to bet on the Vikings because they just lost against the Lions. That's true, but that's how like the Vikings are. Like they kind of swing, and the Lions have been rolling. Um. Oh wait, I guess I didn't say my prediction on the Niners and Seahawks game. I'll say uh, Niners Seahawks over forty three. Over 43. Uh, Colts, Vikings. I'll say Vikings minus four. I think they can kind of run mat- away with this. I'm going to match you on the over 43 for Niners. Yeah. W- what did you say for Colts um, and uh, Vikings? Vikings minus four. Vikings minus four. Okay. Uh, damn. You know what? I don't think this Colts team is very good. Like mm, No. They should be good. Me neither. But like, when, you, when your coach is the manager from Shake Shack – did we establish this? Is this stipulated or no? You just said that, so I just kept. I, I don't know. I, I, he's a maybe. Shake Shack is a little too high, but Arby's is a low blow. Really, Arby's is okay. Is there any Arby's around you? I've I've never had an Arby's, it's um, okay. but all everybody that's had Arby's said like it's it's like it's fine, but like it's not top why five. Why would you ever go? It's there? just not top five. Like there's so many other options. Although I've heard. That, like, in Texas, they have, like, another version of Arby's, like, different company and different whatever. I don't forgot what it's called. But it's they, called Whataburger? No, no, no. It's something I've never heard of where, like, they they do the Arby's menu pretty much, but they do it, like, really well. Because Arby's, like, their ideas are fine, just like a real, like, meat carnivore kind of burger joint. But they're just, like, so bad is what I've heard. So – no one ever goes there because their stuff is, is terrible. <laughs> I don't um, know what it is, but um, what do you think for Vikings and Colts? Uh, I, I'm going to follow you on this. I, I don't think the Vikings lose two in a row, so I'm going to go. Like under 500 teams. Yeah, to, I don't think they do, but I'll be really surprised. Oh, you know what? Now that we bring up the Colts real quick, just something I felt like we should mention. T.Y. Hilton. Oh yeah, I, I he signed. So with, sorry. Uh, it's not you know. It's fine. Like I don't. It's not really memorable. He, T. Y. Hilton, whose real name is Eugene. I don't know. Um, <laughs> what? I just felt like it, it's fun fact about T. Y. Hilton, who was. I don't know. He was pretty good on the Colts, like a Pro Bowler, like oh, 2014 yeah. or some. He was like the Steve Nash of his team. Like he was good. Mm-hmm. Um. He, he was like a top ten receiver. I I don't know who I'd compare him to. Like I wouldn't say like Devonte Adams right now, 
or not even like a Justin Jefferson, but like an like AJ a, Green type. Well, AJ, yeah, well, well, I mean, prime like, AJ Green. I mean, like right now, oh. like, like who who's like the eighth best receiver in the league? He's like a Julio Jones right now. Like a Julio Julio Jones is kind of washed. Hold on, that's what I'm saying. Like Ty is not Ty is oh, retired. Yeah. I'm just saying, like back in his prime. Oh, like he was like a Keenan Allen, or like a Mike, like a Keen, like like oh, what I mean is is like. Like T.Y. Hilton in his prime is like who is someone who is like T.Y. Hilton right now in their prime? Lockett. Yeah, but he was better than that. Like, like, like a, like I'd say like, eh, like I mean like like who's like right now who is like a like like a like the ninth best receiver in the league? Like, I that, that's what I'm saying. Like Keenan Allen or somebody like that. Like I, or like a Mike Evans. That's a or like a Godwin. Yeah. Okay. Like in that I'm not range. even like talking about like play style. I'm just saying like who's like in that ballpark. Like a like C D Lamb right now is like T Y Hilton in like 2015. Yeah. Like r- like real good, real talented, but not like oh my god, this guy's phenomenal. T Y Hilton was like that for like four years or something like that. I don't know, and then he like disappeared. Well, and then all of a sudden he's on the Cowboys, and he's like probably not going to play. But this is interesting because there were rumors circulating that the not, uh, the Cowboys were going to sign Odell Beckham, and then this is like a weird random signing for them because Ty wasn't on any teams. Yeah, he's just you know at Shake Shack, just kind of working out with Jeff Saturday. Yeah, he's just hanging out on the grill, just cooking up burgers. Yeah. And then he's now he's on the Cowboys. There was something with the Colts when they said like, "Well, we're not sure if Odell's ready to return to the field." And then shortly after, Odell said, "Me and Saquon have like unfinished business in New York," which, like, I get what he means. Like they were both super talented, and like, you know, he, he needs to just sign with the Cowboys and make that happen because that's probably his best shot. Yeah. To win a, a like, well, he won a ring with the Rams, but he didn't play. He, he was real good for the first quarter and a half, and then Cooper, then the Cooper Cup show. Yeah, it's inevitable. I think he got injured. Um, yeah, he did. All right, did okay. So we both went minus four Vikings. Um, all right, next game. Oh, and by the way, these games, aside from the 49ers game, this uh, Colts game, this is a Saturday game. What? Yeah, it's it a, it's a 10 a.m. Saturday oh. game. When the World Cup is going on. No, no, the World Cup will be over because oh, it's yeah, 7 a.m., right. so this will be right after. I don't have to wake, wake up at 7 a.m. All right. Baltimore, Cleveland, but no Trey Huntley or Lamar Jackson. Uh, I say under 37 and a half. Under 37. All right. Um, shoot, this is going to be a weird game. I almost want to go against another rate. Oh, man. You know what? Give me minus three Browns. I think this is going to be a good game for Deshaun. Um, you went under? under yep. 37 and a half? Okay. All right. And then the Saturday night football game? Five. Ooh, Bills and Dolphins. Yeah, this is good. They chose the right game to put at night. Um, all right. 
Uh, Dolphins plus seven and a half. They just got beat by the Chargers. Over under is forty two. No Tua, right? Uh, Tua should be here. I think. And wait, yeah. Oh yeah, no, he's he's playing. Tua's Never here. mind. Yeah, yeah. Um. Okay. Here's T- gonna Ty- Tyreek is the iffy one because he that's... got hurt. Oh, and he has right. a short he has a shorter week. All right, only by a day. But here's my prediction. It's going to sound false, but I'll, I'll explain my reasoning. I'm going to say under 42. Here is my reasoning. It is predicted to be a snow game. Oh. And it's they're saying something like seven to nine inches of snow, which isn't too much, but it's kind of enough to, you know, not, not have a big – because if this game is in Miami, I could see this game being – you know, plus fifty-one points or something like that. Like a like, especially if Tyreek Hill's playing. But this game's in the snow, which is why it's at forty-two right now. Because you would think that this would be higher than forty-two. I mean, these two teams score like a million points, right? So they're they're kind of iffy on the snow. They don't know where to to go with it. So they've sort of leveled out at forty-two and met in the middle. So I will say under forty-two while the odds are good and it doesn't go down to like thirty-nine because. Yeah, there's be running. there's a heavy, heavy chance that it's going to be snowing during the game while the game's going on. So in Buffalo, uh, they have rain on Thursday, rain and snow on Friday, snow on Saturday, and snow on Sunday expected. I know we're only on Monday, but that is not – that means sometime during this weekend it's going to snow, probably. Yeah. And rain. While – during the game they predict. So um, I like your logic there, Sonny. Uh, I think – God, you're talking to me like – out of my pick now. I was going to go like Bills minus seven and a half, but I think it might be closer, but only because there won't be that much scoring now. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Give me Dolphins. And I'm like, yeah, give me Dolphins plus seven. And I, I, I'm just thinking it will, it will be low scoring. Mm-hmm. Hopefully Tyreek plays. I'd like Hopefully to see Hopefully Tyreek plays. All right. Sunday games, 10 a.m. Atlanta Falcons. Versus the Saints, Saints minus four. Give me Falcons money line. Whoa. Actually, wait a minute. The Saints always beat the Falcons. Mm, some, yeah. Well, well, this game it's, it's a closer rivalry. Mm, These teams aren't the same. I'll say under forty three and a half. Under forty three. That feels like way too high for these schlubbish teams. Um, shoot. I want it to be high scoring, but I don't know what these teams are really capable of. I'm just going to go Falcons plus four. Um, all right, next game, Chiefs at Texans. Oh, my God, this is a bad spread. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> all right. Um, Minus 14 for the Chiefs, over under 48 and a half. I will say this is like a trap. It really is. Uh Texans just had a good week in almost beating the Cowboys, so I say they have a really bad week. Yeah, it feels like a, they can't have two good weeks. But I feel like the Chiefs aren't one to, like, destroy a terrible team like this. Like, they're good enough, but they're just not going to, like, keep laying it on. They But the, the 14 bro- is The like, Broncos almost beat them. They were probably, like, a couple minutes away from beating them. All right, Chiefs minus 14. Oh, my gosh. Yikes. Uh, just to be different, I'll do Texans plus right. 14. 
Uh, Eagles and Bears. Eagles minus nine, over under 48 and a half once again. Uh, God, I really hope the Bears beat them. But I don't think that's happening. Um, I say, been doing a lot of unders today, and I think I'll kind of, I'll go the other way. I'll say over. Because I think it's possible that the Eagles take off and sort of blow them out. Like they put up like 28 or 35 points or something like that. Yeah, I can see that. But the Bears like put up enough points to like kind of stay in it where it's not like they're just beating down on a team that's not putting up any points. So I say over 48. Justin Fields should be in this game. So it should be a fun like quarterback matchup here. Yeah. Um, Man, I'm not very confident in this plus nine Bears. I really hope the Bears beat them. I'm going to go minus nine Eagles. I want to see the Bears win too, but I just I this Eagles team is like insane. Yeah, like they consistently will like smoke people and then put in their backups. Like they do, they've done it several times this year. I know. Like even their backups are pretty good. Mm. Not fair. All right, uh, this is. I feel like once a week we've got a really like weird matchup that we know don't really know what to deal with, and this is one of them: Steelers and Panthers. Steelers just uh, got beat by the Ravens, and Panthers just beat the Seahawks, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Steelers plus two and a half, over under 38 and a half. Uh, I'll this is say a weird Panthers minus two and a half. Okay. Um, I really don't. Know which way to go with this. I'm just going to go under 38 and a half. I don't think these teams will do much. All right. Um, all right. Cowboys at Jaguars. The Jaguars just beat the Titans. They smoked them. Um, Sonny, where are you going with this one? This is kind of a weird one, too. Ew. The, the, the Cowboys almost lost to the Texans. Over 48. Over 48. Okay. Yeah. Very I'm, confident. I'm more confident in that than the other ones. You know what? I'm going to – I would love to see the Jags win. I think it would be a great win for Trevor Lawrence. But I'm too scared just to bet a money line, so I'm going to go plus four and a half. Give me the Jags. Um, all right, one o'clock games. Titans at Chargers. I actually might want to watch this one. Um, it's a plus, Chargers oh, are – oh, sorry. Go. Uh Sorry, Titans are plus three underdogs. Over-under is 46. Okay. I'd say Chargers are back in not full strength, but like their offensive core is back at it, which means that this Chargers team is really good. So I will say Chargers minus three because they're they're really good when they're healthy, but they just haven't been healthy. So that's going to be a round of Chargers minus three. Um yeah, I don't really – the Titans scare me. Like yeah. they can be good, but they've lost their last two games, and I don't trust this team. They're one of those teams where I feel like they can beat almost anyone but lose to everyone. Like they're kind of like that. Yes. They they just don't put games away, and I think they rely too much on Derrick Henry, and I think he had a fumble or two this last game. So it's yeah. it's not really his fault. He's trying to do everything, but – Losing uh, AJ Brown was not good for this team. Yeah, like they they needed him. They clearly oh revenge him. game. 
for oh wait never mind i don't i was just i was i was thinking of like titans and then we were talking oh. about the eagles earlier i don't know what uh, i was talking about but not a revenge game scratch that <laughs> um all right Bengals at buccaneers uh Bengals are a three and a half point favorite over under 44 this is an interesting one because we just I, we just saw brady get spanked by uh rock Purdy, Brock but I Purdy. also feel like he can come back and like beat Joe Burrow. But I don't know. I think this might be the end of uh, the Brady. Brady. I will say this is a weird one. It's a good one though. I will say, give me. Bengals minus three and a half. All right. What do you think? So, I don't know. I feel like the I, we've said this before. The Bengals started off the season like kind of like slow, like they were just not ready, and now they're kind of clicking, like everything's working for them. So, I I keep betting on them every week, and they keep covering. So, I'm just going to go Bengals minus three and a half with you. I would even, you know, I'm I'm looking at the over under. Uh-huh. Over under forty four and a half. I would even maybe consider going the over, just because I think uh, Mixon may may or not be back. Yeah, but even with Samaji Piran, they're still pretty good. I can see like the Bengals putting up almost thirty points just on their own. Like Burrow is like doing really well, and there's no way that Brady just like has another bad game like what he had. Yeah. Um, all right, Sunday night football, Giants at Commanders. Uh, the battle for I say over 39 place. and a half because last time it was a 40-point game. Over 39 and a half? Yeah, because last time oh, yeah, it was 2020. 2020 That's right. This, nobody scores Oh, wait, overtime. these two teams just played each other like two like a week yeah, or two they, ago. Yeah, they tied. All right. Uh, let's go Commanders minus four and a half. I don't know why I like them so much, but I do. Um, all right. Uh, Monday Night Football, your Rams at my Packers. Oh, the- boy. 2018 would be going crazy. <sighs> like 2019. <laughs> yeah. Goff, Gurley, and uh, Cup. Robert Woods. Robert Woods. Brandon Cooks, depending on how far back you go. Against Rodgers and uh, Devontae and uh, Cobb? Maybe. And uh, did we have Aaron Jones? Yeah, we had Aaron Jones, I think. We didn't have A.J. Dillon yet. Yeah, like a young Aaron Jones. Yeah. And Jamal Williams. Jamal Oh, I miss him so much. Uh, But now it's like Baker Mayfield and like kind of a disgruntled Aaron Rodgers. (laughs) You know, no wide receivers. Yeah, what's 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 Christian Watson? Christian is Watson, he, is he healthy? Christian He's, Watson versus Jalen Ramsey. That's going to be a fun matchup, and I don't know. Let's see. I feel like this is the kind of matchup where, like, Jalen Ramsey gets hyped up a lot, and then he ends up like he gets like too overhyped. Even though I still think he's like could be the best corner in the league, and then he gets beat by somebody like really good, and then he gets like down. But then I think this is one of those games where he's on a young receiver who's like 
really good or like he's pretty good, but he's not like Jamar Chase um, levels of good at like rookie level. So I think like Jalen Ramsey sort of makes an example of Christian Watson and like people are going to go like, oh, yeah, he's really good now or something like that. So. All right. Baker Um, Mayfield. This is going to be a very cold game. Less uh, the game is going to start out about twenty degrees, and it's oh. going to get colder. <laughs> so it snows and rains the days before this, and then it clears up. But it's going to be you know like right after it rains, it's like super cold. Yeah, it's going to be kind of like that. Oh boy. Well, you know Baker Mayfield's kind of crazy. He likes to not have his helmet on and headbutt players that have their helmet on. That's like his thing now. He likes. Have you seen that? He boom. Yeah, um, like it was a whole thing. Sean McVay like got hit in the head by someone with his helmet on. Like he was like, ah, oh, and it was like a whole thing on ESPN. Like Sean yeah, McVay. it hurts. Yeah, Baker Mayfield just does it. Yeah, he's he's an, if if he does good, uh, I foresee like commercials coming back for him. That's the cycle. <laughs> like we are here. He's had a good game. If he has another one, commercial. If he has three good games, Super Bowl ad. Super Bowl commercial. And then he's bad again. <laughs> For another year. Yeah. So um, – All right. What are you, what are you going with With this? the cycle and where it is in the Baker Mayfield. He's due for another good game then. I will say over whatever the over is. What's the over? Over 40. That's not even that high. Oh, yeah. Over 40. Okay. I'm not very – I don't want to take the minus seven or plus seven. Just give me over 40. I, I just want a fun – just high-scoring game. Good matchups. Yeah. Um, all right. Those are our picks. Um, Sonny, anything to add for this week? I know we kind of did the show earlier, but um, good luck on your finals. Thank you. Um, oh, and then you have Christmas break. Uh-huh. I'm going to you do anything fun? Lake Tahoe a week from today. Nice. For Christmas? I don't think I'm going to. I come there like two days before Christmas, but like I'm up there. That's cool. Have you ever been up? I am not. It is probably snowing up there. <laughs> it is. I think we're going for a skiing trip. That's awesome. That'll be fun. Yeah. Um, I don't think I'm doing anything crazy like that. I'll be here in SoCal, but uh, it should be good. Um, I feel like Christmas came really fast this year. Yeah. Like this month is flu. I don't know Things like I can't believe like the school year is like halfway over. Oh, yeah. Like it was just summer break. Do you guys get – Two weeks off or just one week? We get like two weeks off plus like when we come back, we come back on a Wednesday. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah. That's really good. Dang. I miss school. Um, All right, Sonny. Best of luck in your finals. Enjoy your winter break. Um, I think – so you'll be out of town then for the next show. Yeah. All right. So we'll take a week off and then come back after Christmas? Yeah. Yeah. After Christmas and then before New Year's? Wait, what mm-hmm. What day is New Year's? This month is like going by too fast. Like I'm like, what the heck is going on? Um, all right. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. New Year's is on a Saturday, so we can do – is it Wednesday? The 28th. Mm-hmm. So we'll come back from Christmas and, yeah, 28th. Yeah. All righty, Sonny. Uh, what's this all been? Just a waste of my time.